Yes! You are listening to This Is 30 Podcast, a place for us to be hot messes navigating our way through our 30s. I am your podcast host, Ash Turner, a 30-year-old single mom, domestic violence survivor turned two times award-winning professional who is just your normal red lipstick wearing, fireball drinking, tattoo addicted woman with a slight potty mouth and feels like a hot mess most days. This podcast is dedicated to everyone that is feeling like a hot mess right now in their 30s. I started this as a way to share my very own experiences with you all because I know that we can all relate to this. The wins, the struggles, the pain, the chaos. I have been walking around feeling like a complete hot mess most days and I know this is relatable as fuck. Our mission for this podcast is four things. One, help you navigate your hot mess 30s and know that you are not alone with this. Two, empower you to embrace and own your hot mess ways. Three, help you figure out who you are, who you want to be, and how to actually be yourself. And four, give you a good belly laugh because if you don't laugh, you cry. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, I welcome you and all your hot mess energy. I promise you that this podcast is real, raw, vulnerable, and hilarious. I want this podcast to be as as if we're just friends catching up for wine and goss. This podcast community is a safe and supportive place and it's a judge-free zone. We promise to laugh with you and not at you, but I do encourage you to laugh at me for your own entertainment. There will be a lot of swearing, a lot of laughter, a lot of rocking in the corner moments, but no matter what, we love each other and we've got each other's back here. Before we get started, I want you to take a deep breath in and breathe in that positivity, energy, and knowledge that you are just about to hear. And now I want you to breathe out that stress, negativity, and bad energy. Go in with an open mind, leave your baggage at the door, and give yourself this time to create a safe place, unwind, learn, grow, and have a little laugh. Okay, let's go. Welcome back to This Is 30 Podcast. Today, I've got the guys with me having a little bit of a guy chat. And I have Ra with me, or Sam. You can call him Sam. I call him Ra for many reasons. Ra is from Perth or based in Perth right now. And then I have Brad. He is in Brisbane, but locked in his apartment right now because he has COVID. So (laughs) welcome, guys. Hey, Hey, how are you? Good, I, love, good. I always love people's awkward faces when they do that. They're like, ah, do I say hi? <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> so I am going to be drilling these guys about changing values and priorities, especially from our 20s to our 30s. I have recently in the last sort of six months turned 30. Ra, I'm pretty sure you're the same. I was think it was about September and Brad's the yeah. oldie of the group. I've got um, a couple of years up on me. Like 33. 33. Oh, look out, old fella. Yeah. Yeah. Experienced in my 30s. Yeah. So he's, he's good, a little good. bit more wiser <laughs> with his uh-huh. ahead of us. A little bit. A little bit wiser <laughs> with that. But yeah, we're going to be going through um, our differences from our 20s and 30s. And I know that over the last sort of couple of years, I've really reflected on how big of a change that has been internally. And I know you both have had huge personal growth journeys as well. 
And I think the funniest thing for me is when I look back to like my early 20s, I'm like, fuck, I was dumb. Like that is like <laughs> right up. I think that. What about you guys? Brad, have you had those yeah, like, moments? Right up. You, you think back of how you were when you were early 20s, you're just like, wow, what a dickhead. Like I wouldn't be mates with me when I was 20, but, you know, that's what we get. Everyone goes through it. Everyone grows. Yeah. And I mean, we wouldn't be where we are without a younger version of ourselves, I guess. Yeah, 100%. What about you, Ra? Oh, I completely agree. If I met me as a 20-year-old, I'd probably want to bash you, mate. Like, <laughs> uh, just, uh, just a little bit outspoken and naive and, you know, thinking I know everything when I don't. Like uh, 20 and knowing everything, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. And Overconfidence. I can, yeah. I was going to say I can attest to that because that's when Ra and I became friends. <laughs> so we we're both like dumb and dumber. <laughs> like, and we yeah, have realistically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was uh, good times, good times, but not. I kind of cringe at who I was as a younger teenager. Absolutely. But if I had a son like that, I. um. Yeah. That's how you know you've got grown far, like you're growing. It's the people that I'm worried about, like, oh, I haven't changed since then. Mm, no, <laughs> that is a red flag. <laughs> you have not changed. That is a red flag. So what I thought I would kick it off with is I've hoped you've done your homework or you're just going to you know, talk from your top of your head is what were, thinking back in like your early 20s, let's say early 20s, what were you like your top three to five like values back then and then we'll get to where they are now so brad i'm going to pick on you first looking back then what were your like top three sort of values oh um like back in the 20s everything was just you know face value so it's what looked good on the surface nothing deep um so you know you're looking at you know your, your brand clothes your fast cars your your popular friends, and you didn't care anything about that. Relationships, you know, you're, all you're looking at it is like um, you know, looks and nothing goes deep at all. And I guess you don't think about what's going on in your future. You're like, yeah, you know, I'm going to have a nice car, family and all that stuff, and it'll just fall into a place. You don't really, you're not working towards anything, I guess. You don't care about yourself. You don't care about, um, you know, mental health or anything like that. It's just like it is what it is. Let's just wrap up the podcast there. You just nailed it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was about, I was about to say. Well, mine's mine's very similar to that. I was very girl driven, so and that was just hormones, I guess. But yeah, same, same. I'm very, I I agree with Brad on that one. Hundred percent. And I think the only thing I had in there that was really different, other than that, was me thinking that my happiness was in a relationship. Like I always thought I had to be validated or had to be with someone to be happy because I think I had more pressure on myself being a single mom. Like I thought that was a whole nother thing. Like, oh, people are not going to love me because I like I'm a single mom and I have baggage. But that was something else. I like really forced myself into relationships, which I hated being in as well, just to have, oh, I have a boyfriend, if that makes sense. Yeah, Absolutely. Okay, and now you flash forward to your wise self now. What are some of you, like your top three to five values now, Brad? Oh, so I'm all about compassion, um, loyalty, oh, authenticity, like be yourself. Don't try and be anyone else. Um, balance, to me, it all comes back to balance. You can have all these things, but you need to be able to balance it right. Otherwise, it just doesn't work. 
you know, you can be loyal as hell, but if you haven't got compassion there to back it up, it's pointless. But, um, yeah, don't try and be someone who you're not. Just be yourself and, you know, it'll shine through. I love that. We're going to explore more on some key things you just said. And, Bra, what about you? What are your top sort of three, five values now? What, in life or in people? Like, uh, I have a quite, like, wherever I want to go. Well, I would have to say, well, I've steered away from, like, needing friends or, you know, close friendships. Like, obviously, I have my close friends, but I'm not looking for um, happiness in other people. Like, I have my own journey. Mm. Like, instead of if you knew me as a kid or a teenager, you'd know that I was always surrounded by close friends. I always needed my friends around me. But sort of on this journey now, um, i sort of wanting to do things a bit more isolated. Not so much like isolated, like I don't want any friends, but my values are different now, like more so inward than outward, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess people have different values. Mine's more, I'd rather focus on me and my future opposed to making everyone else around me happy. My value, yeah, that's probably a massive value change in me. They're quite guess, similar uh, though, just from what you guys have said. They're literally like more outwards and then you go, holy shit, then you go like more inwards. Because I think... <laughs> When I did mine, I can't see on the screen, too bloody big, but my ones were like inner peace and like authentic sort of happiness. No, yes, uh, absolutely. And that's that's what I wrote down as well. Like, yeah, yeah. inner peace, like um, that's one of my biggest values is my peace. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this, you can't put a price on it. No. No, that's it. It's, and that's literally my number one. I've put in a piece right there because now I will not make a major decision or have be friends with people or put time and energy into something if it impacts my inner peace. Like I'm like, that is it. That is my center. I've taken a very long time to get here. And now with everything that I do, I'm like, will it bring me sort of peace and how I sort of carry myself and stuff like that? What about you guys? What is your top value right now? Happiness, just do whatever brings you happiness. <clears throat> Don't think too much inner stuff. Just if it brings you happiness, go for it. Don't think about, you know, oh, is this going to cost me too much or is this a bad decision? Mm. What people are going to think about it. If it makes you happy, don't worry about what other people may judge. Just go for it. Yeah. What about you, Rao? Uh, I, I, can, I can relate to Brad's. Um, mine's a bit different. It's a bit more self but it's more so I'm sacrificing my happiness for my future. Mine's more so money-driven right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sacrificing a lot of my luxuries to be happy, I guess, in the future. Like um, I, I focused on my happiness a little bit too much in my grow- like earlier years. Now I'm like, oh, I'm sacrificing. Well, I could buy this, I could buy that, but now I'm, I'm being quite strict with my money. Um, I'm sort of doing this for future Sam sort of thing. So if I can sacrifice a few luxuries now, I'll be a lot happier in the future sort of deal. So, yeah, money-driven, unfortunately, but someone's going to pay the bills when I'm 50, 60, you know what I mean? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's it. but that's a big change for you because you, I think you've always been, like, money-driven, but you've just not been wise with your money because I can tell you right now, Ra spent so much money on fucking cars and shit, (laughs) and now I'm glad he's like, no, I do not need to go buy my sixth car and write it off. (laughs) Like, I'm glad. (laughs) No, like, I, um, it's a massive change, like, 
yeah, I just can't do it anymore. I, I've always earned good money ever since I finished my apprenticeship. I've always worked away. I've always worked my ass off. I've always done long hours, long swings for like 10 years. And I don't have much to show for it because whatever I wanted, I got it. I had no no self-control, no patience. And I went paycheck to paycheck no matter how much I earned. So mm. I bought a lot of stupid things and I have nothing right now. So um, I'm going i'm paying for that mistake right now like especially in the covid times and everything's going up in price it's like i wish i had some assets i wish i had some kind of anything really but no it's just uh a learning curve i guess at least i learned it now and not my 40s but you know i was late to the party yeah (laughs) so how about like with you brad when was the tipping point when you started going inwards like how old were you where was that moment when you went holy shit, I've actually got to do some digging in myself and start reevaluating who I am and where I'm going with my life. Yeah, well, um, probably early 30s, to be honest, I reckon. Yeah. Probably 31. Mm-hmm. I started, you know, you started looking a bit deeper going, well, is this life? Um, what's important? And then, you know, you start working on yourself, making yourself, you know, number one, you know, as Raj was saying, be a little bit, Selfish, I guess, putting yourself first. Yeah, definitely probably yeah, early 30s. The 30 bug hits and, yeah, it just overtakes. Oh, no, I, uh, Brad, I completely agree with you. It's like uh, yeah. switch flips. As soon as I turn 30, yeah, I think a, a lot of things changed. I don't know whether it was like a reality check or what it was going, shit, I'm actually 30 now. But yeah. I don't know. I, I completely agree with you. It's like a it's switch. It's funny, man. though, listening switch. to your story, I think I'm the complete opposite. Like from where you've been to where oh, you are, like your priorities now. So um, all my 20s was like knuckled down, like, you know, house, saving for the future. And then I hit my 30s and I'm like, nah, I want to enjoy stuff now. So all of a sudden, like, you know, I sold all my most of my assets and now I'm, you know, renting an apartment in the city, enjoying the finer things. Like it's completely Oh, right. Yeah, but, um, no, well, look. Either either way, I think it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. I think it, at the end of the day, as long as you get to the destination, it doesn't matter what order you do it in. And I guess it's yeah, the destination that make, means the most. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm like, like you, um, Brad. I reckon I'm like you. I'm more because my twenties was more restricted because I had a young sort of child by myself. I was like, yeah, oh, that's all right. My time will come. Now I'm in my thirties. He's like ten. I'm like. Woo! <laughs> I've got money. I've yeah, got more independence. I can start, you know, doing all that sort of stupid shit. So I might do in that sort of aspect, but I've never yeah. been too crazy. And Grark could always say that. I've always been that quite stable rock in our sort of friendship yes. group as well. No, absolutely. Um, you're, the, you're the mother duck. Yeah, I'm the mother duck <laughs> that's not motherly. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a bizarre concept, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny like that, but it's... I think I, in my 20s, you might be a bit different, Ra, in particular, but I was more cautious and more, like, careful and really, like, oh, I can't do this because what if this person thinks this and all that sort of stuff. But now I'm like, no, fuck you. Like, I'll do whatever I want. If I'm going to go launch a whole freaking new podcast or get fucking tattoos all over me, I'll do whatever I want. As long as I'm yeah. happy, I don't really I care about fucking everyone else now. No, it's a good refreshing way to be. I think it's uh, it gives you a lot of freedom to express yourself as well. Like I think um, I, I don't know why I did everything backwards, but I'm quite the opposite. I express myself a little bit too much, 
and uh, not many not many people take me seriously now that I'm in my 30s because like they compared to me what I was like in my teenage years and that was a bit loose was probably the uh, most polite to put, way to put it but I was yeah I I'm trying to make up for a little lost time I think no one takes me seriously so I think uh, yeah but I think it's each to their own. I think it comes down to an element of being so self-critical on ourselves as well because you're all very hard on yourself, Ra, and I know that, and I'm very hard on myself in particular with certain things and events like that. But what about you, Brad? Like were you more harder on yourself back in like your 20s or like in your 30s where you think like expectations of society and stuff like that where you should be versus where you are and stuff? I, it's hard to say, probably a little bit of both. Mm. Um, in your 20s, I guess I didn't really care too much where I was, but I probably cared where other people thought I was at. Yeah. So it wasn't where I was at. It's where I thought they thought where I was at, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like if they thought I was all good and I was killing it, well, I was happy. Now mm. in my 30s, I don't care what other people think. If I feel like I'm in the right place, then that's all that matters. Yeah, I like that. that I like that self-reflection yeah. as well. Okay, now my next sort of question or something to you guys is I want you to describe like your priorities in your 20s to me. Like what was it that was a priority to you back then? It's probably similar to what your values were, but I just really want to paint a picture to everyone what you were focusing on and then we're going to go to what you're really focusing on now as your sort of priority. So, Ra, I'm going to pick on you first for that one. I'll let Brad go first. On this <laughs> no, it's all good. I'll take over. Um, it's funny, like, so in my 20s, think about it as an Instagram feed. It yeah. doesn't matter what it actually is. If it looks good and it looks shiny, then that's me. That's what I cared about. Um you know, so it's like, oh, look at my, you know, nice car. It might be fast, but, you know, under the bonnet, it's a piece of shit. Or, you know, look at all these friends I've got. We're not close, but I've got a lot of friends. Fuck yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I might be going out on, you know, cool places or, you know, going to the coast and like having big nights. But realistically, am I having fun? Probably not. But if I tell you I'm having fun, it looks like I'm having fun. Fuck yeah. yeah. Like live your life. Um, yeah. Yeah, that probably, yeah, that's probably where I was at. In my 20s anyway, early 20s for sure. Yeah, I I really relate to heaps of that. I even put on my list, yeah, beauty on the outside kind of thing, always trying to look like I had my shit together when I was probably having a yeah. meltdown most days. And yeah. obviously that trying to have relationships to look like I was in that society expectations, like girls, yeah, we should be in relationships with a man and everything like that. But then also yeah. having heaps of friends that I actually did not care about and they were not adding value to me. They were vampires. But you're keeping yeah. them more as like trophies to say, oh, yeah, I have like all these different types of friends and I'd be happy yeah. just to have my fucking dog some days now. I'm like, I'm done with socialising. It's funny how you're yeah. more external than internal and always wanting to be out like FOMO, always having to like always be with people. And then if I look yeah. back, like, now, I'm like, fuck that. Like, Brad knows you have to schedule, like, a month in advance <laughs> with me to and go then out. cancel it. <laughs> you cancel this <laughs> one. Thank you. <laughs> um, in my early 20s, I just remember, like, if I'm having, like, a barbecue or having drinks at my house, 
I didn't care who came. I want numbers. So I want like, you know, 20 people <laughs> at my house for a barbecue and drinks. And I don't care who. Bring friends. It doesn't give a shit. Whatever. Now, I would rather have four quality people with me and enjoy that than have 20 people that I just say g'day to. I mean, I guess that's a lot of the changes, like 20 to 30. It's like quality over quantity. Yes. When back more than it's like quantity. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, because that's what what mattered. It's like, oh, you know, they come over and it's like, oh, wow, Brad's got 20 people here for a barbecue. That's cool. Right. Like now it's like, oh, Brad's got five good quality people here. This is great. You know what goes to my mind when you go 20 people over to your house? I'm like, fuck all the cleaning. I'm like, oh, my God, that would be too much cleaning now. I'm like, nah, don't touch anything. Get the fuck out. (laughs) When can you kick people out? Or having to always jam pack your weekends. I felt like in my 20s I always had to have like a social calendar and now I'm like two weekends in a row, nah, I'm done for three months. Fuck off. Like everyone leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. What about you, Ra? What about your experience? Uh, uh, it's, it's kind of polar opposite, I guess, again. Um, I grew up with a circle of friends that we had like a toxic friendship. There was a, probably a group of six of us that we all lived in the same house. I think you know who I'm talking about, yep. Ash. Uh, we had a pretty bad lifestyle. I mean, like I'll be quite honest with you, we did drugs and we just focused on girls and spending all our money on our cars and mm-hmm. didn't really give a shit what anyone thought of us, I guess. Like um, we didn't really – we kept to ourselves a lot. It was quite a – looking back now, it was you couldn't, you couldn't have any other friends. You couldn't do anything with anyone else because we were the boys, we were brothers. Mm. Um, I guess we, we all had really rough childhoods. So I guess we just – we found each other, we, we vibed together, but – don't realize like that old saying you know like you lay with pigs you are a pig like i know that sounds really rough on them and i hope they don't hear this but at the end of the day like we weren't pushing each other to be any better or do any better like just stuck in second gear and if i moved away from that but now priorities have changed certainly like now i'd rather know friends or a friend that'll push me to do better or self-improvement more so than having good friends that I can rely on. I suppose it, it, it's hard, I guess. Like, my priorities have definitely changed. I mean, I want a stable life. I don't want a chaotic life. Mm. That's my whole, since I was 15 to about 25, I'd say at least, it was a very chaotic uh, life. And um, I'll do everything in my power now to push away from that and have the most stable life I can. So, that's where that inner peace and peace comes from, I guess. But yeah, no, I, priorities were just money, girls and drugs, to be quite blunt. <laughs> I guess uh, I'm from Darwin. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess uh, I'm from Darwin as well, which doesn't help. There's nothing else to do there, let's be honest. Like, <laughs> No, no, literally. pretty much. It's just drugs and drugs and partying girls. That's, yeah. That was my well, Let's talk 20s. about relationships now. So different sort of changing, and Ra's like, oh, God, here we go. Different sort of changes in um, how you were in relationships or what you've seen as like a priority, what you were looking for versus now in your 30s. Because I know that we are all single, I think. I think we're all single. And I think that what we're all looking for is probably completely different to what we were all trying to get in our early 20s and stuff like that. So, Brad, I'm going to pick on you Mm. first. What were you going yeah. for, looking for in your 20s versus now? I don't know what I was looking for in my 20s, to be honest. Um, 
I know in my 20s and relationships, I'll be honest, I never put in effort at all. Mm. Like it was just one of those things that just, you know, it's just you don't have to fight for it. It is what it is. It's just you're in a relationship and that's it. And I'll be the first person to say I never put in effort. Um, Now in my 30s, yeah, 100%. I, I know what I want and I know I have to work for that. And I mean, you only get out what you put in, as they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, now in your 30s, relationship-wise, I don't want to keep dating people, you know, six months, 12 months, and then you wrap it up and then it starts again and you keep going on that. Mm-hmm. And you're 38, you know, with another seven X's behind you. No, like it's, it's um, you look at it, um, you know, like quality over quantity. You rather, I'd rather take a bit of time out. Um, find out exactly what you want and work for that. You know, yeah. so to me, you know, loyal, I, I'm happy to wait for someone who's loyal. Intelligence is a big thing for me. Um, mm. But like balance, they need to have a bit of everything for it to yeah. work. You can't have one without the other. And I mean, they're out there. It's just about taking taking your time and finding them, not rushing into shit. Because that's the thing. You sort of get in your 20s, you go, you know, oh, you know, you have a breakup and you're like, you know, let's get back in there. All my friends are in relationships. So you just get in one. It doesn't matter who or, you know, you're like, oh, look, they're hot. Yeah, sex is great. Yes. So that's it. You're just going to be with them forever. No, nah, it doesn't work like that, especially in your 30s because everyone like yourself, you know, you go through a stage, you get to somewhere where you want to be. So you're not just this pushover person anymore. Mm. So, no, it's, um, you definitely got to put in the work but. No, absolutely. You don't stop until you get what you want. Oh no! What is it? There we go. Uh, oh well, shit. Yeah. No, I've um, just a polite manner. Uh, my my relationship history has been tragic. <laughs> um, I've always picked looks over substance in some or most instances. Or actually, let's just say, let's be honest here. Ninety nine percent. I've always gone for looks over substance. Um, I would say I could put more of efforts in my relationships, but you know, like looking back now. I had to find happiness within myself before I could expect it from someone else. I think that's how it works. Mm. Like you can't find someone and expect them to make you happy or make up for all your shit childhood trauma and like pretty much every relationship you have to look at that everyone's bringing something to the table. And like before I didn't really care as long as I was getting sort of like the sexual aspect of the relationship, I didn't really care what else came with it. I mean, I always chose very sexual partners because I myself are quite a sexual person. But in that, having said that, is it's a double-edged sword because the girls I picked weren't loyal, um, to say the least. Uh, I've always worked away. I've always worked long hours. And um, being from Darwin, the ratio is not really in the men's favour. I tend to pick girls that always play, played up on me. But my values have never changed. I still... It hasn't changed me. I still like to say I put in effort to some point, but um, bad habit of mine is, well, it's not a bad habit, I guess, but I always give what I expect and what I get is what I give as well. Like, I mean, if I put 100% effort in and I don't receive it back, well, then you're going to get a pretty blunt person on the other end. Like, I expect if I'm on my best behaviour, I expect you to be on your best behaviour. Like, my my key key thing in a relationship I always say is like treat me how you want to be treated and then we'll have no issues because I'll treat you the same you know like but it doesn't always work out like that my values now in a girl is probably just loyalty someone who's just 
got their shit together. I mean, like I like I I hate I hate to be always picking up the slack in a relationship because that's always I always I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a fixer as well. Like I always try to solve solutions and shit. I need yeah. It's it's to be honest with you, my last relationship nearly killed me, and that's like no no stretch of the imagination. Like that's literally nearly killed me, and um just. Yeah, I I've changed now to the sense of I I won't put up with shit. If I if I find a girl cheating on me or talking to other guys or anything, I think I won't be as understanding or forgiving. It would be nah, that's it. I've learned I've learned where the line is, and if it's crossed, to cut it. No matter how forgiving or patient I am, I guess like it's it's getting to be beyond a joke now. So I think I could have put myself first instead of. I think I always try to see the best in people, and it's always come back to bite me in the ass. So. I haven't been in a relationship since, but I like to hope that my next relationship I'll have a bit more control on being able to leave if it gets toxic. So yeah, it's it's a personal battle, I guess. But I think this last one I've had has really made things a bit more clear for me and what I expect and what I'll put up with. So, but yeah, I digress. Mm, no, I relate to that because I know because I've seen heaps of that. And I, that's why I put my head up when I was thinking when you were like, yeah, I go for very sexual women. I'm like, oh, my gosh, he does. Like she's had that realisation. <laughs> don't mind if they probably don't read any books or anything like that. But I was like, yes, they nah, are. No, no, no. That's exactly right. Like I, I like to chase women, but for some reason as well, like my mum always t- told me like you need to chase the girl you can't have them chase you. Mm. And I mean, I had a few girls chasing me and like to get my attention was quite in a provocative way. And I'm like, fuck, I love that. You know, like, yeah, I'm that, that, that works for me. You know what I mean? Mm. So most of it actually no kidding, like in reflection, nine out of 10 of my girlfriends actually chased me. And I think that now it has to be a matter of, I find a girl that I like and for other reasons, because I'm a, I, I'm a really attracted to intelligence. Um, but unfortunately, the sexual nature of me, I'm also very attracted in promiscuous women as well. But now it's more so like, you know, promiscuous women can chase me and I can sort of have fun with that. But no, I think now I need to find a girl I'm attracted to emotionally and intelligently and I could chase her and I have to get her because I think that's probably a bit more sustainable than going with the uh, promiscuous woman to say in a polite way. Mm-hmm. I think it, like there's a reason why women are promiscuous in a sense so no nothing against promiscuous women either like obviously (laughs) freak flag fly and all the rest of it but you know like it 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 is a dangerous game you've got to learn your lessons it's like a karmic relationship you'll keep attracting those same people into your life until you've learned your freaking lesson and we have Mm. a friend ra that she was always dating the same person and in her previous relationship, he was the same person but fucking worse, but he just showed it in a different way. And I was like, nah, bitch, I've been in that type of relationship. You need to get out. And then she's finally got out of it and gone, oh, shit, I get it. I'm like, yes, you get it. You literally dated the same person in just different skin. They've just tweaked little bits and pieces. But you'll keep doing that until you learn your lesson. I do believe that from my DV relationship in particular, I would have kept, if I jumped into dating straight after that, I would have attracted that same fucking stupid dickhead type that was really controlling and stuff like that. But what I think is really funny for me in particular is in my 20s, I thought 
I had to be like married and have the kids and all that sort of stuff. Like that's what I thought would bring me happiness. And now I've been single nearly bloody five years and I couldn't think of anything fucking worse. Like for me, I'm like, I'm so happy with who I am and my inner peace and everything right now. It is going to take a fucking lot to even, even open that door or bring that person in. But I know if I I do eventually open that door, that person will be automatically tested on my peace level. Something that I really want to talk to next is what is your biggest non-negotiables when it comes to like family, friends, relationships? Because I think that's something that's really big, like with values and being aligned and everything like that. What is some of the, I guess, the biggest changes you've seen through like your 20s to 30s that are now like non-negotiables when it comes to people entering like your energy, your circles and stuff like that? So, Brad, I'm going to start with you on that one. Um, Probably for me, it would be respect and being valued. Like if I feel that someone's not showing me respect or not showing me, you know, the value I should have, I'm out whether yeah. it's relationship, friends, work, family, it doesn't matter. It's just a basic principle to use over everything. Um, yeah, like even at work, like if I'm having a big shift and I'm doing a lot of shits I don't want to do, if I'm being valued, I'll pull through, it's okay, because I know I'm, it's appreciated, yeah. where as soon yeah. as I feel like I'm not, like that, I'm not going outside. Nah. Of so I have to. Yes, family, yes. Like, I... If you've got family, you know, you haven't seen them in a while, but they're not making effort or whatever, fuck it, who cares? But, yeah. you know, there's people, they make effort with you and then, you know, you do see them or, you, you you know, it takes a phone call. And if they value that phone call, fuck, I'm going to make another phone call tomorrow. Yeah. But as soon as you feel someone's, I don't know, taking you for granted a little bit, catch you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with that. It's a big yeah, one. Mine, mine circles back to. Yeah, go keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. It circles back to my relationship. Mm. Hey. Sorry? I said keep going. It oh, might be a delay. Oh, sorry. keep going. Oh, sorry. Uh, no. No, yeah, my my internet's not the best at the moment. No, mine circles back to my relationship values and that's like it's, it's, it goes to my friends, my family, my, my relationships with everyone. It's like treat me like it's like as a kid again, you know, like treat me how you want to be treated and we have no issues. Yeah. So I basically base, baseline simple as that. Like, it, yeah, I think um, I can relate to what you said, Brad, with your work life, you know. Like, if you treat me like shit, I ain't doing anything for you. Mm, but if yeah, you treat right. me really well, I'll, I'll go above and beyond for you. So, yeah. But I haven't got time for bad vibes either. So, no, I completely yeah, agree with it. Brad on that one. I think, yeah, it's that simple appreciation point. We do want to be appreciated as, like, humans with our gestures mm. and things like that and our effort. And I think that all links in with the ones that I put down. I put, like, loyalty, integrity integrity fuck my life that's important and people don't still don't get it which makes my eye twitch like you say you do you do what you say if you're not going to do it don't fucking do it kind of thing it just it makes my blood boil especially at work like oh there we go integrity and then flaky people they're flaky people yeah yeah flaky shady people But a big one, the two biggest ones I've put in there is emotional intelligence, which links into so many other aspects and stuff, but energy. If your energy is off, do not come near me because I'm like Spider-Man. I sense it and I'm like, like, there is something wrong with you. Like, get away from me. Like, it's so important though. And I think it's more the energy that you put in. And I know 
Ra and I, we've had friendships like years and years and we've, you know, drifted apart, we've come back together again and we rarely talk like all the time. But when we do, it's like a quality conversation. It's like, okay, tell me your life over the last six months and go. (laughs) And then, you know, you break apart again. But it's those people that you know, especially heaps of my friends at interstate, but I know they'll have my back, like, no matter what. If I call them and fuck, I need to have a cry or something and I don't cry, I'm no crier, I know that they'll all pick up the phone and be like, we've got you kind of thing. It's um, you don't need to always have, like, that hand-holding relationships or friendships. I think I've realised that I need space and I need time and there'll be those people that yes. respect that or those people that don't get that. Yeah. And I've seen to... um cut those people out of my life very quickly that don't understand that and then keep still solid friendships but just not in your pocket every weekend having barbecues with 20 people. Hey, Brad. Yeah, that's it. Quality after quantity. <laughs> no, absolutely. I love that. Sorry. Well, I, well I, um, oh, my, mom, my mom said, sorry to interrupt you, actually, but, yeah, my, <laughs> basically my mom said to me when I was younger as well, like um, maybe – three or four really good friends that you can depend on no matter what like I think that's that's pretty true like when I was younger I probably had a few friends but now I probably I have less than a handful so yeah I would probably have three or four real friends I think so but I'm happy with those numbers I think that's more than most people yeah 100% especially when you know they're like 100% like there for you and stuff like that I think that's super important I hope you cannot hear Worthington chewing on his toy right now because I can hear it it's like no right there like dog (laughs) why why are you doing that right here well that is basically the podcast episode we could go on hours and hours for this particular one so i do want to say thank you to you guys for your time um and then dealing with the chaos of zoom (laughs) just gets like halfway through and having to pick it up again so i do appreciate that and i do apologize rather that it was probably 6 a.m for you in perth but that sounds like a you issue, not a me issue. That's okay. <laughs> that is that's me problem. No, I, I yeah, that's my problem. All good. It was nice to meet you, Brad. Hopefully one hey, day when buddy. I come over to Brisbane. Uh, yeah, when yeah, I come to Brisbane, cool. we can meet in person. Down, down for beers for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. That is a wrap of this week's podcast episode. Before you go, I want you to ask yourself three questions. One, what did you learn from this episode? Two, what changes are you going to make today because of listening to this episode? And three, who else needs to hear this? Do you need to share this link and podcast to someone that you know that will relate to this? Or Can you share this on your social media? Because you never know who else that may be feeling like a hot mess right now might need to hear exactly what you just heard. So do those things for me. Ask yourself those questions. And if you do post anything on social media, please tag me in it so we can share this with our wider hot mess community. Thank you so much. And I'll speak to you guys next week.